Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Up with Dauhi. With this podcast of mine, I want to reach out to people who have made an impact and talk to them about them for a change. Not their careers or achievements, but what it is about them that makes them tick. A casual chat up about how it is like outside of the life we don't get to see. So join me on this new journey and let's have a free-spirited laugh ride together. today is about fitness and well-being physical fitness mental wellness and an overall sense of self-love and when you talk about fitness in dubai there is no way you haven't heard of my guest today my guest today has helped not only transform so many bodies but touched so many many lives with his fitness regimen today on the podcast with me is award-winning bodybuilder fitness guru celebrity trainer and the supermodel yasir khan thank you so much for joining me today yasir i'm super excited and a little intimidated to have you on the show now Thank you. It's an honor to be here and it's an honor to be with you. Thank you. So Yasser, like, you know, when we read about you, you have an amazing, amazing story. Your story is one for the books or the movies, like from your very, very humble childhood, you know, to creating this empire today of yours. You have come, you know, quite a long journey. Yes. So, (laughs) well, to be honest with you, I was actually, my parents are here in Dubai. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to my, my father, uh, my, my dad, I was talking to him and I was, I mean, we both were alone and I was just explaining, I was discussing with about my childhood and everything because he's very proud and he's very, you know, like uh, we always talk about the old days mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling him that how I still remember uh, when he sent me to Madrasa when I was four years old and I was explaining him the you know, the smell of it, the texture of the wall, the color of the wall. And he was like quite shocked. And not only just that, before he was sending me, what was my mental state that how many people came and met me, where we went, we went to market, who did what to me, who said what to me. I remember like, he, and he's like surprised. He was shocked that how those, you know, like uh, incidents, events made such a big impact on, on me that mm-hmm. after 29 years, I remember i have memories such strong memories that even so we were living in a in a building which was my uncle's building and there was what tenants came from bombay and they were they they were renovating and i was telling him that the night before those work was going on so he was very very shocked and and that's that's kind of shocking for me also and for many people that how how i remember those things you know like that that well and so are, they, are you talking I about good memories or your bad memories? Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Good and bad both. Mm-hmm. But I, I now then I was talking to one of the psychologists also uh, a while ago, like I think a couple of months ago. And he told me that those incident, one of the incident which happened to me. So he was asking me like how you started. Uh, what do you remember? I said like I remember when I'm going to Madrasa and the second day of the Madrasa. Imagine like second day of the madrasa, I remember that it was the second day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. So what happened to me at that time, I remember that. And that incident made me go against the whole, uh, you know, like the whole system. Because that was like, I was I was very young and I was missing my, my mother. And like, come on, what do you expect from a four-year-old kid? Of course, he's gonna miss his, his parents. I was missing my mother and I had a picture of my mother and me in, uh, in Quran. And I was you know, like, I was crying and I was constantly looking at that picture. And that uh, one of the teacher, he came and he asked, he called me and I went there. And he just 
tore that picture first and then he beat me and i think that was the thing that's just the second day that happened to me and i wanted to just run away from all the madrasas mm-hmm. and that running and chasing and you know constant fight and going against everyone against society against my family it started from there at the age of 4 and it lasted mm-hmm. like till 13 when uh, in islam is like uh, you know like you become you are adult after yeah. 13 yeah, you hit your uh, as a boy mm-hmm. yeah as a boy so that's the time when my father my father is very religious and he's a very good man um mashallah and he's like uh, that's it this is my last attempt and i feel in that and i said like okay now here's my freedom as in you know, he was pulling, pulling you out of madrasa yeah no no the 20 after 20 madrasas he attempted like 30 these wow. are 13 20 different madrasas yeah yeah 20 different madrasas so at these of 13 he said like that's it khalas now you live your life the way you want now you are adult and it's up to you how you want to pursue your your life from here onwards and this is your bed which was in a store room and you will get two times food one you will get first thing in the morning which is your breakfast and dinner now you need to sort your lunch out how you want it now if you want to live at your age life at the age of 13 this is at the age of 13 and i had no schooling nothing at that time so when you're I going to the go madrasa to you don't have a proper schooling in terms of education like you know the different subjects or any of it well well these things are like a kind of like improved a lot in today's time yeah no i remember also, like you know back in the days it was very yeah. uh, limited like an exposure to what you would be learning yeah yeah at that time also it was but uh, unfortunately where i'm from basically i'm from madhya pradesh mm-hmm. um, you know center of uh, india and that itself is not very um, well developed in that time i'm talking about like 25 yeah. plus years ago like 28 29 years ago it was not even forget about mother side it was not even that developed in the uh, you know like the normal educational side like the, oh. your 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 government so the, like the not yeah the schooling the academics it was not that developed at that time so if i'm talking about mother side like even yeah. way more difficult to find something nice and i i studied in seronj okay if you know seronj is a town in uh, in madhya pradesh like it was somewhere around 400 kilometers away from my from my city and 400 kilometers used to be like to be honest with you because the roads were not fine i still remember i remember all these things uh, so usually 400 kilometers takes like 2 hours 3 hours maybe 4 hours maximum mm-hmm. if you go but that used to take like uh, uh, i think 10 12 hours at that time because the roads were like horrible mm-hmm. so if you go by bus and so that's and you know and that's a, that's the book we are writing actually right now okay yeah yeah so because i so i'm not wrong i did start to, off right you know saying that this is a story for the books yeah exactly and many people like told me long ago not now 10 years ago actually and i always uh, waited like let the right time comes in and now i feel like it's the right time because uh, it will also inspire me to continue my story in a right way in a better way and, you know, mm-hmm. like keep making progress and keep growing uh because when you when you know there's some deadline you always and that's yeah, what i do with my clients also i set goals yeah you know goals with the time create a whole timeline so that you work towards and then as elon musk says in today's time that if you give if you want to clean your room and if you give 30 days you will it will take 30 days but if you want to clean your room in 3 hours it's going to take 3 hours yeah. so it's up to it's you all about setting the right goals yeah okay so we digressed a little yeah. bit so going back to your story and then like 
you know, when did you develop this interest? Because now from what you say, from the very uh, minimal exposure that you had, like, you know, studying in Madrasa in a small town in Madhya Pradesh. And yeah. also, you know, let's be honest to the little to almost limited awareness on, uh, you know, bodybuilding. And this is a career yeah. path that you chose for yourself. I think, I think this uh, fitness chose me. I did not choose fitness, to be honest. I, I had no option. I had no no okay. idea what fitness is. I mean, before fitness, I tried. I started selling milk. I was working in a, on a at a books book stall, um, and I was, uh, you know, I was supplying comics. In those days, comics used to be very mm -hmm. in very demand, and I was doing a couple of things. And uh, to be honest, like I never thought like I would because there was no such profession in fitness industry. Yeah, what will you exactly. do? Yeah. yeah, there was no such profession, especially in Bhopal, in such town uh, where I'm yeah. from. And none it's of my family... interesting, you know, how you identified this for yourself. Yeah, and, and first time I ever got to travel because of fitness only. Nobody ever traveled in my family. I'm, I'm talking about my family, my parents and my sister. Nobody ever traveled out of the Bhopal. Mm -hmm. Till the age of 16, 16, 17, I never stepped out of Bhopal. Apart from my mother's house. And those were like 30 odd mother's house. Yeah, so I never stepped out. Um, and first time I had to step out and uh, it was for Bombay and uh, that was my train and I was leaving. I still remember my parents face and I told them like, this is the last time you ever came to drop me never again, because it's like, <laughs> you know, how a mother and a father yeah. would feel I was like, yeah. this is the last time and I was very young and this is like, yeah. who goes in this? That's like, I'll go yeah. and I will find out. It's like, you have no one there. You, so after the age of 13, uh, did you like go to a school or did you get some proper education? No, I, I tried once. I went to school for uh, three weeks and uh, I thought like I will be able to able to like uh, do a job part time and then I'll able to support myself at the same time. But it didn't, it didn't work. I stopped the school timing and everything was like very difficult and the other activities yeah. that uh, I was losing my business, whatever the milk selling business and everything because you sell, you supply milk at first thing in the morning and that was the time of going to school. And, you know, so I could not uh, pursue Managed that. Hmm. Yeah. And my mind was like constantly because my mind was equation, equation plus and minus. If I'm giving, if this is my fees, how much I'm making and what, you know, like mm -hmm. it was very difficult for me. Yeah. To, okay. What, what, how, yeah. How much is the cost of my dress and how much is the cost of my shoes? What I'm going to do this, how I'm going to manage this. Oh, if I'm losing business, then you will just yeah. you have no support and nothing. So that's why I could not do more than three weeks. That so you was prioritized the, your business. Your of course. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean like to, it's a survival of the fittest, right? You have to survive. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't matter like what, and to be honest, um, I, I should not say that, but today when I see the people who have studied at that time and, and I could not, I, I feel that it's good that I did not <laughs> because yeah, seriously, the reason is that I studied because not like because education is bad. No, education is very good. I'm not talking about that, but it put me in situation where I had to really make very quick decisions and I, I did not have option B. Mm -hmm. So whatever the decision I decide, I, whatever thing I decide to do, I just need to give my 100% because I don't have option B that, okay, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, if I will not do this job properly. I have degree or something and I'll yeah. apply for a Fall job. Back on. Yeah. I'll get the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that never happened. Mm -hmm. And Yes, so 13, I started training because when all the suffering stopped and suffering, I'm not saying like, 
I'm not talking about just a mother sars or my my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were difficult, but I think the whole situation got very twisted and everything turned very difficult towards me, very sour towards me. And uh, I became that's the thing. Like when I when in today's time when I uh, when I am mind coaching people and teaching such mm-hmm. high values and you know such uh, how to live a tough life. Once upon a time, I was the weakest and I was mm-hmm. actually depressed. And I, I lived under depression for many years, not just a few months. Uh, right after when my, you know, at the age of 13, for many years, I, I could not find out that why am I like this and why am I like, I always used to feel like something is wrong with me. Why I'm unable to connect with people, why I'm unable to connect with my family, why uh, nobody sees that how much pain I'm going through, why I'm like, when I'm alone, I'm doing the things to hurt me and to you know, to break things uh-huh. all alone. And those were the things which I never spoke about. And I thought like, I think something is wrong with me. But now when I see people over here and how much pain and suffering in others' lives, and that's where a couple of years ago, I started switching many everything to the other side mm-hmm. and I started helping people. And that gave me the real satisfaction instead of pursuing and chasing my own dream. Mm-hmm. And then now my dream and helping people combined together is the actual goal because you are able to resonate with their pain yes that's the reason when they sit with me it takes like hardly 30 seconds that something is wrong and i can look in their eyes and i say like what's your what are you hiding tell me tell me mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. and they and most of them they start crying mm-hmm. the reason is because because of my pain and all the questions i had and nobody mm-hmm. answered and i had to find my answer after finding those answers and to be honest and thank god nobody ever helped me but I know that's a very, very difficult situation. And that's why I am there for people to, uh, to help them and to make them realize that and make them understand that, yes, you can do it. And life is much better than what you actually think. Because in the end, it's, it's just your thought process and nothing is real. It's just the way you think and you can change the way you think and your life will change. Is that why you did the uh, NLP to help yourself and also to help your clients? Because when you're coming to you, there is physical fitness and you've done your NLP. So it's a wholesome package. It's a package deal uh, coming to your programs. Yes, exactly. And to be honest with you, I had no idea what what NLP is. One of my clients once, uh, he was, I was training him a couple of years ago and he said like, uh, do you know about NLP? And I was like, I, I have no idea. What is the full form of NLP? So like neuro-linguistic programming. I was like, okay, so something neurons I understand. Uh, he explained to me NLP. And he said, like, you do this. This is the part of NLP. You do. And trust me, he kind of like managed to convince me that 70% of what I was doing is part of NLP. And I said, like, why not learn 30% more and, mm. and get into my program and help others? He said, like, you, and, and you are naturally doing it. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. you have an instinct when you're naturally it. doing it, mm-hmm. and that ha- that how it happened in past twenty years while while you know improving my own life and helping myself. That's how it happened. Uh-huh. Visualizing and you know uh, just working on my mind, constantly thinking positive mm-hmm. and constantly seeing the the other side of the picture. You know, mm-hmm. so those those thought process and mind training okay. helped mm-hmm. to develop this. Yeah. So you said like, uh, so I read that when you first moved, when you first went to Bombay, you were working in a tea stall, you were working uh, uh, like cleaning gyms, working as a cleaner in gyms. So you've done it all to like, you know, having your own, uh, like uh, to owning your own empire today. So how- well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very funny story, actually, in uh, Bombay. I went to become 
a trainer. Okay. Because, you know, like when you're At young, the age of 16, that is. Yeah, yeah. When you're young and you built a good physique and that was so soon, you are like very, uh, you start becoming popular among girls and, you know, yeah. guys <laughs> also. And the guys want to know your, what's your routine and <laughs> yeah. girls want to be your friend. And then I was lacking everywhere that I, I had no money and no support. And I was mostly quiet because, because what I was going through inside, like no education and, and I was fighting with my own self and what's mm -hmm. happening to me and why I'm not accept, uh, accepted and, um, in the society. So, but since I knew that the, the kind of, you know, attention people showing press, attention, yeah, I, I was getting. So that made me, you know, let's try Bombay and uh, go there and become a good trainer there because mm -hmm. I heard like the personal training going on there. There's, a, there's something, uh, one gym was very famous at that time, a chain of gyms worldwide. And uh, I went there, I did a course there. Uh, before the course, actually, when I went there, I was, I one one of my friend went with me. I'm sure you must have heard a lot of stories about Bombay when people go. What happened yeah. to them. Oh, yes, yes, Bombay uh, is this big bad world. Of something things. happened to me also. Something happened. And it's a very funny story I would like to share that mm -hmm. one of my friend who said like, we have a place to live, we do this and do that, yeah. let's go. I had 1,500 uh, rupees, which I saved in past two, three years. I managed to save that much. 1,500 rupees. Yeah, 1500 rupees and i remember it was i think a slipper class ticket was around 200 250 rupees and i okay. went there 1500 i still had and uh, it was hidden because i knew bombay is like not a safe place when you yeah. go first time <laughs> it was hidden it was hidden under my socks and so five 500 500 one side 500 on the other socks and 500 was in my pocket so it was like that and then as soon as we went there someone pushed me from the train and i you know, at the train was at the other station. I, I jumped off the train. Uh, like it was slow, slow train, not very fast. And my friend also jumped with me. As soon as we jumped, there was two constables. They came like you, you did not let, because they saw like how, what kind of clothes we were wearing, you know, they knew that we are new. And it's, okay. a, it's a national, it's a, it's not a local train. It's like coming from somewhere, it's the other station, that is a yeah. national station. And uh, they called us and they were like, uh, come. Um, show what you have, what you don't have. And it's like you already made one mistake. This is the crime to jumping out of the train. train. Yeah, jumping out of the train. It's like, I said, like, but it, it's, it was not me. Someone pushed me from the back. Yeah. Like, but it's okay. And you throw, and then the other crime was that you throw your uh, stuff there. I was like, some, my friend had to throw, otherwise, how he will give me. And this, like, it's okay. So he, they opened a, a, a book of law and law and order. And it's like, it's a 5,000 rupees is the fine. I was like, sorry, I don't have money. It's like, how much money you have? So it just gave me they checked my pocket and there was 500. I was like, this is all I have. And uh, so then they checked my friend's pocket also. And he has, he had some money. He was also hiding. We both were hiding. We both had five, 500. So they took mine and they said like, uh, he has 500. You both can share with that. Oh. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, that exactly. is your first impression of the Mumbai. Like landing, that's the first impression you and, get. Yeah, and then my friend who arranged everything, where we gonna stay, uh, he got a call. We went to that place, and then he said, "Like, sorry, they already have another roommate and all that, and we cannot stay there anymore." And my friend said, "Like, you just stay here. I'll come back." And he he left from there as well. And I had no idea why he left, where he went, what happened. I was the just friend who came with you. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he he was gone. And then I called my mother. 
and my mother was working as a librarian she still works as a librarian and she said like and she started crying and some the people who were reading newspapers at that time and this like what happened uh, what's wrong is this like my son is there and he has nothing so one person like let me try something if i can do something if i can uh, get some help then i got one number from there my mother managed to help me uh, got me one number uh, his name is uh, salim salim siddiqui uh, and he uh, salim sheikh sorry salim sheikh and he uh, i called him and then he sent his brother in law to pick me from kandiwali station um and then we went and it was my first experience to going to chols you know the sub uh, that area and i was like is this the place we're going to live and then yeah yeah don't worry we have a nice house there i was like fine let's go and you will not believe believe that my my cabin is bigger than that right now and eight people were living in that and i was like here seriously and there were like three three females were there and i just didn't feel good and i was like let me just put my stuff here and there's a mosque the opposite i i would i'll talk to someone over there and i went there and i spoke to the mosque and he said like yes uh, i i said like i'll give you whatever you want just just about 3 days just allow me to sleep here 3 days and 3 days i lived there and that's why i had to take a job on uh, tea stall because i had nothing left while searching for uh, you know a training job and then training of course there you required a personal training certificate i did not have that time and yeah you were only so 16 like, yeah you can be a floor cleaner right now as like fine i'll do that anything i'll i'll, I'll do anything because i have done any anything and everything and, and that was when i saw those gyms it was still heaven and it was still better than what i have been doing before so yeah. my life was growing maybe in, now when i'm telling you the story it's looking like kind of very uh, interesting or different but uh, that time that, your me, life. that was growth that was growth that was plus not minus so i wanted to see anything plus that's it yeah. anything which is better than what i had before i am ready to take nothing and that's how i did everything when i came to dubai also when i went to when i did the cover pages of magazines and splits villa with clients also everything my attitude is start and that's why sometimes i post on my stories also what do with whatever you have and whatever it takes just do it don't wait don't wait for the best time or right time or someone will help you someone is going to guide you it's not going to happen just do it Mm-hmm. and don't make mistakes in that learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. always take as learnings once once you learn just do it better and every time you think like you're making mistake you're making a mistake it's is is a learning take it positively take don't cry about it people usually cry when someone is there to listen to their crying weep story yeah sob story so mm-hmm. when, if you and with me i never had Mm-hmm. so someone to cry nobody was there to listen exactly and now also now i have become like that that i yes i get very upset i get very angry i get like uh, you know sometimes i i tell people to be off and but i never cry i never say like why me and why this situation because come on oh in 32 years and since you were four i have seen so much mm-hmm. that uh, now i feel if i have lived all these different lives i don't think anything can be worse than that what what i had like when i was 10 12 13 so what worse can i can be mm-hmm. okay maybe i lose what i have today but i still know how to build it because i built it mm-hmm. 
So yeah. that's that's how it worked. So so when did you get your first break? When was your first big break? Like you know while doing your like while working at the tea stall, while cleaning the gyms. So who identified you and who gave you that first break? Was it Splitsvilla? You will not believe. Um, actually, Ayushman Ayushman Khurana just recently posted his picture, uh, his body shot. And uh, to be honest with you, just you asked me this, and I remember that gym where I was a cleaner. I was about to message him. Uh, I, I I I lost his number also now. But I was about to message him that he was the first person, and that time he was doing he was an RJ in uh, Radio Mirchi, and he just did roadies. Okay. Uh, and he won roadies, so I was a cleaner, and I was cleaning, and I was the last person in the gym to fix everything, and I was putting weights. And some guy came with spike hair, with some beard, and wearing his spikes and stand collar, skinny guy. And I was like, hey, bro, can you please help me? I said, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll help you. And I went there and I started helping him. And I'm like, so what's what do you do? Because I was very curious to learn yeah. uh, and to know people. And um, it's like, what do you do? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm Aishman and I, I'm an RJ. I'm on this and I'm an actor. And I looked at him, I was like, seriously, are you an actor? Because <laughs> he was not Aishman, what like you guys know right now. And I told him, like, seriously, you're an actor. Like yeah, I am an actor. I'm doing theater also, and I'm uh, doing one show that time on Doordarshan. He told me. Okay. I don't remember which show was that. And then, um, and then we became friends. And uh, and he was guiding me to be honest with you because he's an educated guy. He's a very educated guy. Yeah. And he told me, you know, I'm very blessed to have right people at the right time in my life. And everyone who came in my life, and I, when I'm when I'm ready to learn, trust me, I will learn better than the person who's teaching me <laughs> you know so i will not just catch the words but i'll also catch the body language the, the emotions the the environment the intensity uh -huh. i'll not just catch the words what you're teaching but everything even your own life i will mm -hmm. catch that i will i will adopt because there is this sponge inside you you know that is craving for all the like education that probably you would you would have missed in your prime years right so you're yes. just absorbing yes. everything yes. that you're getting yes exactly so he told me, he told me these things that uh, no matter how much you work out and this and that, always pay attention on your education, uh, read okay. good books, this, everything, everything he told me. And uh, it, so he was a, a mentor after, of sorts. We met like a couple of times only. But he was like uh, mentoring you, right? That. Yeah. Hmm. But, but just, see what that's why, that's why when people say like, yes, sir, when uh, in TKYB, when we join and we meet you first time, and many of them, they say like, Yes, our life has changed just meeting him once. And some says like, no, he doesn't meet and all that because I don't have time to be honest. But I try, I, I train my team to to keep updating me and keep making the whole program on point and keep getting the, uh, you know, all the information, what's going on and how to change, what to change. I keep messaging people, talking to them, but meeting like for one hour. And that's why from where it came is actually the kind of people I met in my life. I never asked them to meet me again and again. Mm -hmm. But just get everything what yeah, they have to offer me. Mm -hmm. If someone is offering, if I'm the, but now if sometimes I'm meeting people 10 times, even if they are unable to change, it means they're not ready. They are, they are, they're thinking of themselves too much, like, oh, what we have is enough. If yeah. you are keep thinking like that, trust me, nothing is going to be, uh, nothing is going to be enough to change you. Uh -huh. I, I train, I train Tiger Shop also, and I was training Tiger in uh, 2009. Really? Yeah, wow. in 2009, and Tiger. Came so I mean, like, when did you get your uh, uh, certificate for uh, this to be a physical trainer? That happened after 
I met Ayushman and after doing, I was doing these, uh, I was working in that gym. Um, and uh, they said like, okay, if you get the certificate, then we will deduct from your salary because I had no money to pay, to be honest. <laughs> 2,500 rupees was my, uh, that was my uh, salary. salary. First, uh, 2,500 rupees, which is if you convert it in uh, dirhams right now, mm. is yeah. 100, what? 2,525. Yeah, so that's, uh, that was my salary. And I was paying for my uh, rent, I was food, clothes, everything, my transportation, everything. And in my entire life, I never got a job where they actually give a fixed salary, they give accommodation, they give anything. Mm -hmm. So now when, that's why when I'm doing my business, I'm learning all these things, things to actually, okay, so actually you, that's how you take care of your employees. That's how you pay for this, you pay for that. Yeah. Like, Man, if someone actually have done all this for me, wow. And you know, like you have perks for your employees, you give yeah. extra, you do this. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's, it's so interesting to see that actually the work business is like this. So I'm learning about business. Now, when you see that TYB is growing so big, trust yeah. me, I didn't even start. When I say I'm just getting it started, it's, I say from, my, from the bottom of my heart, I didn't even start till now. It's just I'm learning. Got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So, and then yeah, when I, when I did my course and I shifted the jobs and I, Aishman also like, I met him hardly three, four times that time. But then later on stage, I met him a couple of, couple of times for uh -huh. advice and he was, he was very helpful and he invited me for his marriage also. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, we were like on and off coffee and dinner and all of that. So I didn't get a chance to, to meet him, to be honest with you, since uh, 2000, I think 13, 14. Uh, and no connection, nothing. But I know when I'll see him, how he will react. Uh -huh. okay. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's aware. I'm sure he's aware of what I'm doing because mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in industry who sometimes message me or sometimes when, they, when I meet them, they know. Okay. So you worked with these. So you were training these celebrities, uh, for, uh, for, like in that very short period of time, like from when you got your certificate. Yeah. yeah. So 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 when I when I was training Tiger, I was I was a trainer there. I was not a personal trainer, so I was not his personal trainer. Mm -hmm. But I was training him, and I, I used to train him every day. Not like oh. officially personal, but he used to come to gym, yeah. and I used to like mm -hmm. give him the plan and this and that. And he yeah. he's he was also very kind to me, to be honest with you. He offered to give me a uh, meal replacement because I had long hours and I was very long hours. I, I used to work always extra and he was like, uh, I'll get you meal replacement so you don't miss your, because I was losing weight. I was losing a lot of weight and he used to see me like, yes, sir. And he used to, he was the first one who actually called me. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. He was the one who, and then everyone, many of my clients, they say like, yes, sir. Because why ASIR is like, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. So that's what he, he was the first one who called me that. And he told me, but I said like, no, please don't, don't get me anything. And, and I don't like taking gifts mm -hmm. or anything for, from clients. Though that time it was very much needed, but I said like, please don't. Mm -hmm. um, like whatever I'm doing, I don't need any favor for that. Um, so he did the cover page of Man's Health. Yeah. So yeah. then, so see, all these now why i'm telling you these things because all these things when you vi start visualizing yourself everything happened to me later like ayushman met me he taught me a lot and he was the second roadie winner mm. i did splitsville and splitsville roadies are from the same company yeah common the same makers mm -hmm. are the same uh, i i end up doing um splitsville i was the uh, in the finale i was about to win to be honest mm -hmm. i was just very close to win and 
then I met uh, Tiger and Tiger was, he just did a cover page of his men's health and he got me the cover page of men's health. I looked at the men's health and I was like, wow, I wish to be, someday I wish to be on the cover page of men's health. And he said, like, keep working hard, bro, you're, you're doing very well. Mm -hmm. And inshallah, you will be on the cover one day. And it was, I think, 2009 he appeared, if I'm not mistaken, not exactly, remember 2010 or nine. But then 2011, I was on the cover page of men's health. And these things, you know, like just yeah. things happen. One Picking off all your dreams. Yeah. And then, and then from there to Spritz Villa, Spritz Villa to, then I came to Dubai. And Dubai also, when I came, I came with 200 dirhams because to be honest, I was not very good with uh, money management, financials and money, ma not management. I mean, first I need to, I needed to have money. To be honest, I'm very good at money, money management. <laughs> Whenever my business coaches, they say like, you need to save I think 30% every time. But uh -huh. I tell I told them like uh, but I save 70%. That's the other thing that I don't have money to yeah. save a lot. Maybe uh -huh. that's why you feel like it's it's not a lot of money, yeah. but I'm saving 70% my my because the whole day I'm spending in the gym. Yeah, yeah. I used to you not have any expenses, yeah. Not, mm -hmm. Yeah, I never had any expense. And I used to eat good, that's it. Yeah. I used to live, I can live, I, I live any place, anywhere. I just need my six hours quiet sleep. And that's it. I'm out and running and doing things all the time. Most of the time, I'm, I have 16, 16 to 17 hours I used to spend in gyms where I'm working and training clients. And I, my diet was like boiled eggs, chicken, boiled chicken, rice, uh, maybe protein bread or something. Maybe if I have some money, if I can afford peanut butter and just these things. A protein shake, if I can afford, I used to have protein shakes like two to three months in a year because it used to be very pricey, very costly. Mm -hmm. I could not afford the whole year. Um, when I, whenever I want to prepare for any shoot, I would take protein for two to three months. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So that, that's how. So that's why all this money management I've done good because of almost not low, low expenses, but I think almost no expenses, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, beyond the food. So, I mean, like when you were, when you worked at Splits Villa, so you know, let, let me quickly uh, tell the followers, Splits Villa is the glamorous version of Big Boss on MTV. I'm like where a lot yeah. of good looking people are pitted against each other and, you know, they're doing all sorts of physical, like, you know, fights and madness happening and that. So, weren't you enticed by this glamorous industry or didn't you want to work there anymore? And because also you're very oh, closely well, working yeah. with uh, these different yeah. uh, celebrities in your gym. I've, I've very closely worked and I've got many times uh, offered many yeah. roles, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Some of some of the movies are very famous movies now. And the side role, the second lead I've got. Uh, I've, Can I've we get at least a couple of names? Uh, I've been offered to to actually play one of the friends, one of like the second lead in, uh, what is that movie? See, I'm very bad with these things, movies and all. Um, where Ranbir, Ran Ranbir Kapoor was there and uh, Katrina Kaif. Ranbir Kapoor. I don't. Jagguja. Jagguja. No, 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 no. So the the friends are there. Four friends. One role was for me over there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And and still, uh, there is more. And there's a couple of uh, TV shows also which I did not take. The reason is, uh -huh. uh, I don't just live my healthy lifestyle and the lifestyle which I have and the kind of lifestyle I teach to people, I don't just show. I personally live more than what I teach. Mm -hmm. So it was not aligned with what I was, the kind of life I wanted. Really? And uh, many people actually told me, yeah, many people actually told me, the mental uh, editor of mental also told me, he's a good friend of mine now. He told me like, you are getting very good offers and mm -hmm. people are actually calling me for you. So you should actually uh -huh. take something on. 
Yeah, because like if you think about it in a very, in a best case scenario, I mean, like given your looks, your body, your name Khan also, you could probably replace a Salman Khan, like, you know, in a very best case scenario. But, but you know, in a realistic scenario, like what do you think you would have liked to do? Like be a hero or an anti-hero? Yeah, I was not interested. But of course, if, uh, if I get now, it's, life is different. Before my life was different, before my mind was different, mm -hmm. before I had this hardcore fire and passion to Drive. achieve something, to do something. Yeah. Now I'm more open to do many different things in life. Okay. That's mm -hmm. why you see many things what my team makes me do. Uh, many of the things which I don't didn't want to do before, but now I want to do and I'm doing it and I'm growing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you are that, that tunnel vision and you want to achieve and you want to reach somewhere, yeah. you want to sort out the main issues, the basic mm -hmm. basics. When I sorted them out, now I am more open. Now you're in a better Maybe place now, to explore. Yes, yes, exactly. And now when I when I get offers, uh, if I get offers, so definitely I'll see what I'm supposed to do. But of course, for something which is like, uh, which is my real story, yeah. uh, underdog and, you know, coming from the rigs to riches and yeah. something like that, I would love to play. And mm -hmm. I am, yes, people do call me an angry young man for uh, for whatever the reasons are there for if someone doesn't follow the diet. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, so quickly, like, you know, when we are on the topic of Bollywood. So now, like, we've always grown up to believe that, uh, you know, a good diet and a good health, you know, ex uh, gives you a longer life, you know, it assures you more longevity, right? But lately, we've seen, you know, really uh, young people, young stars in the movie industry, like, were very much into fitness. Actually, they've, they've passed away, even while working out in the gym. So what is your take on that? Passing away. Yeah, because uh, we know those people are like, you know, really working on their health. They're very careful about, you know, what they yeah. do. Uh, accidents happen to very good drivers also. <laughs> yeah, but then, right. you know, they died of a so heart attack, are... right? So we would assume that you're such yeah, yeah. health so, freaks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. That's why I'm saying, like, if you are driving on the road and something happens to you, and if you are a very good driver, the majority of the accident doesn't happen because you don't know how to drive. Mm -hmm. or yeah, you're not course, a good yeah. Majority of the accident happened, just accident happened. And when it comes to heart fail or something like that, you, you never know what's going on inside. But because when you are working on your body, on your muscles, mm. maybe you are stressed. Maybe mm. you are some, something is going on in your personal life. Maybe your immunity is very low. Maybe uh, you did not, you're not sleeping properly. That's why I focus on making my, all my clients to please do sleep seven hours. Please do, do this properly. Have a proper routine. Because just keep working intensely on your physique is not mm -hmm. enough you need to mm -hmm. work on your mind you need to stay calm and and you need to switch off at times fix, you need to fix your diet to so to another level because since your childhood if you're eating bad and now at the age of 30 you start training and at the age of 32 something happens to you or 31 something happens to you while training so why do you blame training? Why don't you blame the diet you had, the kind of lifestyle you lived 30 years of your life? First, you need to see that, that maybe that created something, the cholesterol, the, the, the kidney failure, the lungs, the everything, all your organs, the hormones disbalance that happened there. Now you're trying to fix, maybe it's too late. Maybe, maybe you're just looking fit, but you're not fit from inside, mm -hmm. you know? So, so I don't think there is any, it's, it's even relevant. Because some people uh, sleep and they don't even wake up. So what? Yeah. Should we stop sleeping? People, uh, you know, like eating and then some just, they choke. So should we stop eating? And some people come on, commit suicide because when they are in a relationship, they break up. So should we not in a, get in a relationship? Some people, uh, many of the farmers in India mm -hmm. commit suicide because 
whatever happened there. So, so what? Stop being farmer. I think it's just not relevant. And your death is not in anybody's hand. It's in God's hand. That's what I strongly believe. Yeah. And when it's written, it's written. You cannot blame on anything, even health or healthy lifestyle or unhealthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. driving fast or driving slow, nothing mm -hmm. or anything. It just happened. Many people uh, get a lot of diseases. Mm -hmm. They have never smoked. They have never yeah. drunk. Or they're, they're yeah, never I mean, ultimately, it's all, yeah, it's all in the hands, hands of God. They still got cancer. Yeah, yeah they yeah. still got cancer. Mm -hmm. So I think instead of focusing on that, I strongly believe that you should focus that how these things making you live today mm -hmm. is training making you a better person making you more commit committed is it making you healthier you're looking good you're fitting well in your clothes you're better with your family you're better with your colleagues uh, if it's making you achieve your goals apart from just your body goals apart from that you're achieving goals in your work in your business in your relationship you're better with your time management if it's because training makes you disciplined Discipline. if it's giving you all these things then why not because See, like, making your today mm. better yeah. When you and say all of this, today you know, is better. Yeah. The future is better. So when you say all of this, this yeah. is what all of us want. You know, in our life, we want to look good. We want to fit into our clothes. We want discipline. So what do you think is the biggest stumbling block? You know, a new client of yours would have. I mean, like when they get into this regimen. The biggest uh, issue with my client, which I have noticed, majority of my client is that it's very easy to say that don't think. You know, think out of the box. It's very easy to say, don't think like uh, you're stuck in a box. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, majority of my clients, when they come to me, and that's what I have sensed, that in the box. Because your mind, your, your conscious mind, if you too focus on your conscious mind, it will never let you think out of your box. So you have to focus on your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. That how you're building your subconscious mind, how you're working on your subconscious mind. There's a way you can work on your subconscious mind and you will not even realize this happening. And that's what happened to many of my clients. That's what happened to my client, Nikki. That's what happened to my client, Ali Bhatti. That's what happened to my client, uh, Khalid Alamiri. That's what happened to majority of my clients. And I have Aaron, Dia. That I make people, you know, like I, I take them out from their own mind and see and make them see that see life is beautiful. Life is amazing. If you actually, and these are the things, life is not that bad. It's not that difficult. And they were like, wow, why mm -hmm. nobody ever told us before? And now why? Because maybe like for an example, maybe every time someone or the other is keep telling me about how to click a picture, let's take mm -hmm. for an example. But when <laughs> I go and sit with a professional, yeah, I will, I will pay attention. And I will literally listen. And I will do the right thing. And the, how the person is connecting with me, how, like how we are connected right now, how connecting that person is and how pure Mm -hmm. And what is the intention of this person of teach for teaching me? That's very important. Mm -hmm. So that's why yeah. maybe I will take a thousand advices how to yeah. click a picture, but then I will sit with the right person. And if he will give me just 10 minutes, mm -hmm. I will understand. That's and if you sense that correct life. intention. Exactly. If you sense that's what happened to me. And that's why artists, especially actors and all artists, I, I get along with them very well. Mm -hmm. That's what happened when what, what Ayushman told me. Mm -hmm. what tiger told me what uh, uh, you know my clients who are artists for an example Khalid, they just acted my me yesterday what he told me any any artist mm -hmm. because they are very artists they are not fake mm -hmm. that's why they have managers yeah <laughs> you know, because i give, I, give I always, it a tough front i always believe exactly I, I always believe body is an art and i am an artist 
mm-hmm. and I'm an artist of art. The transformation is in art, and I'm an artist because yeah, yeah. I connect from heart to heart, and mm-hmm. I don't think like the business point of view, like how the business is going to be. Yes, I do the crazy marketing and everything, but that's as an as, as an art. And only then the person who's coming to you for help also can feel that can sense that kind of you know comfort. So also exactly, you think you know exactly. now there is this movement happening where a lot of people are saying you have to embrace yourself you know you have to be happy in your skin uh, you know all these shows about like you know the perfect bodies you know is something that you know you don't have to always aspire to you have to be happy with how you are so what is your how do you counter that Well uh, to be honest with you as i said that my job is to put people you know like take them out of their own mind and thought process mm-hmm. and that's what i've changed with nikki also because nikki used to be a plus size model and she mm-hmm. was heavy and and she was a, yeah, she, she was an advocate for that she's mm-hmm. completely different yeah and she was known for plus size modeling she used to get like shoots and everything but now she's seen she's inspired, she inspired so many people so many women i'm i'm very proud of her uh, but so when people say like let me live the way i want and let me be happy and yeah. blah 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 see that's the you are in, you are under the influence of your own surrounding and the food you are eating and the kind of the image you think you have but after 5 years it will not be the same you need you need that's you are lit <laughs> exactly yeah. after 5 years or after 10 years when your kids first of all to be honest with you if you are like 110 120 kgs it's very difficult to conceive kids and because i am dealing with a lot of clients and i know how trust me it's mm-hmm. it's I I don't want to talk Challenge. about this, but it's yeah. very sad. Yeah, it's very sad to see that. And then when they are like, "Yes, sir, I wish we had someone like you ten years before." And, mm-hmm. uh, but if they could have fixed their lifestyle ten years ago, fifteen years ago, they would not be facing this. So you're so saying this is like a think, phase. You're saying this is a phase where people, which people get trapped into. It's just a phase towards getting worse, mm-hmm. not getting better. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. I will never agree to this. Is mm-hmm. uh, because the world is going. not i i don't see the world is getting better anywhere mm-hmm. you know like uh, there are there are people who are trying very hard uh, people like me and people like you and a lot of people who are putting good but it's a constant fight mm-hmm. you know because to, in today's time for an example like if i open a tyb gym uh, which i'm going to will be very difficult to get clients and to compete with the other gyms because yeah. the other gyms are not that hard they just want the client and they just want membership and they will they would not care how what you do but yeah. i would care what you do how you live your life and what you you know the whole commitment level the nutrition the mind coaching the training until you achieve your goal and then you are on your own mm-hmm. i will teach you how to how to be on your own and then you go to, but but that's hard you know to do yeah. these things is very hard to do the right is difficult in today's time oh to do the right thing has been always the same if you do the wrong now if i open a gym where is like oh this free that free just come in and if you come in and you pay two days you will come third day onwards you will not come yeah. nobody will give you a call that why you are not coming you should they come you will not money. get results but but they will give you a call when there the is renewal. a renewal yeah because that's why to do the right is very difficult and people go against me when i am trying to do the right and they are going against also when yeah. i am when i will do wrong nobody will go against yeah, yeah. because there is no friction when you change people you create friction Yeah, because you're changing their mind to change the mindset is the most difficult, difficult job and tough job in the world. I can guarantee you that yeah. because more than changing bodies. When you fight someone physically, yeah, it's about strength. Yeah, when you are fighting something which you cannot touch, you cannot uh. see. That mental strength mm-hmm. is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And 
every time you fight and the person will go out and they have the other influences and yeah. you're you are losing them then, then again this person will come to you you have to fight again you have to create a friction again you have to yeah. and you have to be very patient so i I, I think a lot of these issues are because you know everyone is so exposed to the different ideologies the different you know ideas that are propagated out there in social media all our minds are so conflicted you don't know what do you want to you know stay committed to now one person yeah. says like it's all about fitness the other person says embrace yourself the other person says eat your life in like eat all that you want you know live your life so your whole mind is conflicted I, you lose your I, focus I on what you want i strongly believe that uh, what is the best way and the right way that what you can do for the closest people in your family and your kids and your friends if what the kind of life you are living if you want to give the same life to your sister and your daughter and your mother go do it but i can guarantee you 90% of the people what they say they embrace and this and that they will not they would not want such life for their 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 mother and their, their father or their whoever they are Mm. they would they'll not want that yeah they'll want it for everyone else but their family so what do you think like you know now we know how hard it is to build a body i mean like it's a challenge you know it's a it's a commitment that you have to make towards building a body so is it harder to build a body or then maintain the body because you have to always be able to maintain it after you've created that you, or do you just plateau and fall down this for this question that's what many people think what is difficult just accept it that nothing is easy that's it nothing is easy i think and you have to come in with that mindset exactly. it's going to be that a hard it's going to be a tough haul every day i'm okay tell me forget about this tell me what you are doing what we are doing like is it this easy if it was easy everyone would be doing this mm-hmm. simple if you ask them someone like me who is you know like there are many things which is which is very difficult like for for an example like dancing if you ask me to dance oh it's very difficult oh my god it's very difficult very very <laughs> hardcore so what is but at the same time someone else is like very smoothly naturally is a very good dancer mm-hmm. so what is easy yeah. nothing is easy yeah then we should stop thinking about oh we should stop choosing easy first yeah. because mm-hmm. that is what is easy today is easy today for you that's going to make your life difficult tomorrow and what is difficult today for you is going to make your life more enjoyable tomorrow i would not say easy because you will you have to find something more difficult if you think this is going to be easy then and you will sustain with that then you start going downwards yeah, yeah you, you fall off the wagon challenge for you so but you become tough you become you strengthen up and you become you know stronger day by day so that's what, your goal your energy should be invested in that instead of thinking how i can do something easy yeah mm-hmm. okay so that that was a lot of intense talk so i think maybe we need to ease up, ease up a little bit and so we'll go to a fun segment called the quick takes Okay, so this is like you know very sure. fun, relaxed segment. I need fun, quirky answers right off the top of your head. Okay, so uh, yeah, sir, like you know, people always know you to be a tough taskmaster with your rigid, uh, you know, diet plans and your tough, uh, you know, gym diet regimen yeah. and everything. So, like you know, being so tough on a scale of one to ten, how chill are you really? Like you know, would you want to tell your clients you are? Ten. Really. <laughs> Yeah. yeah because I, people view you I as mean, a really tough taskmaster you know with all this rigid plans like no cheat days no you know no falling off but you so, see no no i am a 10 that's why i said 10 because <laughs> not even a 9 i am I, because see in the end i am 10 why i'm telling you 10 because what i am what i do i see 
the beyond what I'm doing now. I see the beyond that, like, you know, like the future. What I'm doing now, I know by creating and doing this, it's going to make people really chill in the long run. And they're going to be really happy when they see their friends, when they see their kids, that they have adopted their lifestyle, what I'm teaching them now. Mm. They're going to be really happy. So why not? So that's why I said 10, not one, because I don't want to be chill now. Mm. I want to be chill forever. Why should I be chill just now? Why should I be chill just over a weekend? I want to be chill forever Mm. by doing what I'm doing. Okay. So what is your superpower? Ah, that's that's a good question, actually. What is my superpower? I would say my superpower is my past. Mm-hmm. The pain I have, the drive I have actually came from my pain and my past, all the hardships. I am very grateful to have such a past and such people who came in my life and taught me good or bad. Um, so my superpower, if I did not have that, I would not be Yasser Khan, the Yasser Khan I am today. So what would Yasser yearn to do on a cheat day? I do on a cheat day. But I don't think you have a cheat day on your plan, right? No, no, of course I have. I People don't know that I'm a big foodie. Big ah. foodie. Many of my clients think like I'm not. And that's why I tell them do not cheat. Because if I could control, yeah. if I'm doing it to inspire others, yeah. then why not you? You mm-hmm. should do it too. So that's why I, and when I am dieting or like when I'm on my diet for my competitions and all like it's a very extreme diet very hardcore but uh i'm a big foodie and on my cheat days my favorite is uh five guys burger and, uh, that's <laughs> too, that too like a that too like a triple patty and uh, triple cheese triple patty this big you know like it's really solid burger and i um, i have it here every time when i'm like on a hardcore diet uh once a week or whenever i have cheat it depends on my on my coach, whatever my coach is, I, I have a coach. So you have another coach who's training you? When I prep, when I'm preparing for the show, I always keep a coach so that, because when you go on a diet, you lose your mind. Yeah. You know, I also lose my mind. So I want someone to control me, <laughs> give me shit that, you know, you cannot okay. do this mm-hmm. at all. This is not acceptable. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I hire a coach. Uh, <clears throat> usually my coaches are in abroad. Okay. Because I look for someone who is uh, not only just from the same field, but also someone who is like, who can, who can understand, who is very calm. Mm-hmm. Usually people who are, who are, you know, like who can understand my mind. It's very mm-hmm. difficult to control me when I go off. I usually don't go off when I go. So that's why I need to have such respect because I believe no matter who you invest your time in, the person needs to be like someone really, you know, what someone you, you want to be. Up to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who you can look up like I have seen like people who they when they hire trainers or hire anyone any coaches or train uh, teachers and they're like having fun with them they're making a lot of jokes mm-hmm. no respect literally no respect I'm not talking about joking cracking jokes is bad but no respect they're like yeah yeah if I will not come it's okay if I will cheat it's okay you cannot say anything yeah, it yeah. doesn't work with me at all either you join me the way I want you to don't just, just be where you are yeah. find your kind of people uh-huh. you know so I, I believe Respect is very important because for me, you listening to my me and listening to my plan, following my plan, because I've created such a huge team. There are so many people who are doing the follow-ups and everything and updating me is, is, is about respecting me. 
mm-hmm. and if you will not follow and if you not listen to this it's about you disrespecting me the same i look up to the same people mm-hmm. i find such people who are who i can respect who are very honest who are who know what is right and wrong and i i know like i'm you know like yeah little fear should be there in my heart if i do wrong okay. this guy is going to kick me out yeah they go yeah okay so it's the triple patty burger from five guys and one more thing and double fries please <laughs> see you going full on with it and, and double fries large and why why five guys because when you go to five guys they give extra fries you know like they give you a fries yeah. in the cup yes yes yeah i want two cups then whatever is the space is left they put more so literally the whole packet is filled with fries so and extra ketchup oh. <laughs> so who is a celebrity client that you aspire to dream sharukh khan wow he is my hero he is not not just for his movies uh, but as a man who he is and uh, very intellectual very smart very witty as as we all know uh, yeah. sharukh khan is and uh, and what he has created out of his life that's mm-hmm. i would say from bollywood yeah but that's another beautiful time, story all, yeah. yes and all time favorite who i want to train and this is a very good story i can tell you is uh, his highness uh, crown prince sheikh hamdan Oh, that'll be epic <laughs> because no, because yeah, we all love him for me the reason to come to dubai is uh, is him uh, i i wanted to go to america always because you know like anybody who is in fitness and bodybuilding yeah it's I america it's, it's like yeah. new york is california muscle beach and all that yeah. arnold schwarzenegger louis sloan those are the heroes right so but you did have and one of I your competitions saw... there right your bodybuilding uh... the bodybuilder competition yeah, that yeah, happened in the us but not in america i have competed in the states uh, sorry in, uh, in uk not in uk okay uk italy and many other places uh, but not not in the states uh, but yeah mr olympia happens there but uh, when i got rejected twice for america and that time you know the 911 season was going on that uh, oh, three, oh okay years, very difficult they were not giving visas and all and again my name is khan <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so and i saw one guy who was doing a lot of stunts and i had no idea who he is he was on the football field and yeah like you know the bulky arms and everything i'm like wow such a nice and my sister got married actually in in dubai that time that was like and i was always into fitness everything reading about fitness people and this and that and my sister sent me something look at him and he is uh, crown uh, he's the prince fazza i was oh. like wow what a nice physique and i was like i want to train him so you know like my vision and i have no shame of saying anything ever since my childhood whatever i want i just say it and i, and I, I feel like if if i don't say and I, if i if i won't achieve anyway there's nothing i create but at least if i say and if i because i i strongly believe in the mindset and if i if if this is the you know birth of my thought that i want to train uh, crown uh she come down mm-hmm. and the way you deal with people you know that these people are very important for you every yeah. single transformation is taking you one step closer to your main goal mm-hmm. if you don't have that goal you will just you will give up on anything and everything if clients are very difficult to deal with if business is going down if i don't have money which i never had mm-hmm. and things are very difficult to to deal with mm-hmm. you will just give up so now when you when i have such a big goal such a high goal mm-hmm. that i want to train that and now for that i that's why i do a lot for giving back to people you i do a lot to 
Oh yes, so also UAE, participating in the fitness uh, month. Which yes, exactly. That's why yeah. I did. That's why I did the TYB transformation challenge uh, yeah. aligned with his his uh, you know his ideology, his vision. Yeah. Thirty so that anyhow I can support his vision yeah. and I can at least maybe not the whole Dubai, but at least I can inspire my own community, which I am mm-hmm. at a big Absolutely. at a very bigger level, giving back to my my community. So at least somewhere somehow he sees yes, there is one <laughs> man, a very small man. <laughs> a very small man who is actually trying to do bigger things yeah. then why not to support him and you know make him do and help him and to get him on as my trainer as longer. well the yeah. tyb transformation challenge which i just did uh, the finale which was quite big and everything the vision for me is that i want to create that every year and inshallah in coming two three four years i want uh, the tyb transformation challenge to be one of the biggest challenge around the world where people are coming and flying from different countries and coming to wow. dubai and taking part in 3030 yeah. NTYB transformation challenge. Wow. And you know, like that's, yeah, that's, that's a huge goal to say. Yeah. yeah. I want to make it the fittest and the biggest uh, influence worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be fit, go to Dubai. Oh wow. man, you are like, like how we see, um, you know, for an example, recreational uh, treat. Uh, the treats are like, suppose Bali. Oh, you want to do yoga, Bali, this and that, or go to Bali. Then, oh, you want to be fit, you want to go to, uh, you want to lose weight, you want to change your life, you want to improve your life, you really want to give this gift to yourself, okay, go to TYB, go to Dubai, and go, to go Dubai. take part in TYB Transformation Challenge. I want to go, that's the plan going worldwide. Wow, like, that's a huge goal you've set for yourself. That'll be amazing if it happens, yeah. it works here, when it works, It will, it will happen. Inshallah. Inshallah. And Dubai is, is the hub. We keep we keep Dubai as a hub because this is the and this is why I'm very very grateful for this uh, this country. And, it's a good uh, thing you didn't get your you know entry into the US. I know. Trust <laughs> me. I swear to God. I'm, that's why I say I didn't want to change a single thing in my past. Whatever yeah. happened happened. To me. Not a single thing I will I would change. That's why mm-hmm. because and not only just that in pandemic man it's uh, at the time come on I I built TYB. When all the businesses and the gyms were shutting down here, yeah. mm-hmm. I built at that time, and the support I got from my community—that's that's what I'm just giving back. And the people who believed in me and they love me, mm-hmm. and they listened to me everything. And yes, I was there for them 24/7. I helped. I created such a strong team. Wow. So yeah, that's that's the whole vision. <laughs> I, sorry, you asked me about celebrity, but yes, <laughs> no, no, these no, are the is. people who I. Yeah. Okay, now, so let's shift gears a little bit. So Yasir, you're very good looking, you're successful, you're charismatic. So I think there is, you know, a burning question out there. Like, are you single? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, thank you very much for seeing me as a good looking man, which I have never seen. I know I got a lot of shoots, cover pages and everything. Oh, yeah, so I've, you've uh, got compliments, I, like, you know, they've been trying to be friendly with you. So you've always been conscious of the fact. So what's happening on the dating scene? Okay, so uh, I've been seeing someone and not anymore now. And now oh. I have, I have uh, friends, um, but uh, not like any commit, committed relationship right now. Because to be honest, when I work 18 hours, when it, where's the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I mean, my parents are like after my marriage since last 10 years, not now. Last 10 years. Since last 10 years. <laughs> Last 10 years, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm <laughs> they, are, they are after me when I was th- 21, actually, since then, so more than over 10 years. And uh, so I am committed to my work and I'm committed to my clients. And mm-hmm. so far, not committed to much. any relationship for now. 
No, no, not now. But inshallah, in the future, I want to marry. To be honest, it's not like I don't want. But inshallah, whenever I'll find, I'll be very open to people. And the okay. day I will commit, I'll I'll be very open about it because uh, I don't like uh, anything hidden when it comes to commitment level. Uh, and uh, because you know, I want to move, and I as you know, my my vision I've just shared. Time is very less, and I want to do things fast so that I can grow faster. Okay, so get what married, have kids. Get married, have kids, quick, 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 quick. Oh. <laughs> so, what impresses Yasser on a first date? What impresses me? Yeah. Um, there are a few things. Number one is smile, uh, smell, mm-hmm. eyes, and uh, of course, a fit lifestyle. That's mm-hmm. that's a must because otherwise, there's no connection. Yeah. What do we talk and how to get along? And today's time, there are many girls who are fit and who want to be fit. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, you have to have a perfect, I am not talking about a perfect figure or perfect, but just to have a desire that you want to train or you are mm-hmm. training. Efforts, efforts, the right word is efforts. Yeah, efforts you you guys at least have to be on the same page because you cannot have a person who's completely yeah. off the track, yeah. So efforts uh, impresses me. How do you dump someone politely? Or I do someone politely. Yeah, um, it's a very difficult thing for me to be honest. I'm a, I I don't like dumping people. It it takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of time. Courage, I would say, like, because I don't like breaking hearts. Mm-hmm. A lot of time. I don't like breaking hearts. You know, so uh, that's that's a very difficult thing for me to do. But yes, I've done it, and I do it often. Do um, it often. The reason, <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, the person will get more involved, and it will hurt even more. Sooner is always better than later. So the easiest is uh, be honest, hundred percent upfront. If you start liking someone, just tell them on on, on the face. If uh-huh. you if you don't like things, just say these are the things which I don't like and I want to change. Mm-hmm. If you can, um, it's good. If not, then I cannot get along because mm-hmm. so for for me, someone if people wake up late, especially girls, it's, uh, I cannot get along with them. Yeah, lazy laziness. I don't like at all. Mm-hmm. Because you have a very uh, healthy lifestyle where you wake up so early in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah, I wake up at four now. I'm planning to wake up at three. Oh my god! Oh, when exactly. do you sleep? But I'm not. I'm not asking people to wake up at three and four. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, six is is that's it's just the vibe of a person when you actually wake up early, sleep early. The vibe is different when you are one of those eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh. Some people even later. Then I don't even count. So if it's like that. <laughs> So yes, yes. How do you look after yourself after a bad day? After a bad day? Hmm. Um, I calm down. How do you calm? Uh, so how do I come when I go home? I switch off all the lights and I just leave a minimum light. Uh-huh. I like the light. It's just my, my mind. So I'm sure maybe some people who are the listeners might, might find that it's weird. So I like to see the light coming out of the, the window or that the glass balcony uh-huh. and all like the natural moonlight very much. So that's why when the moon is full, I switch off all the lights. So maybe I go in the backside. I live in Dubai Hills, so there is a park, I have a huge big park. I go over there and maybe sit down on the grass. I connect with nature and connect with my past and you know relive and see that the day which I have just passed is a bad day. And when I relive my past, it's yeah. way worse than the day which I had today. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, oh, ish, it's nothing. Yeah. Why am I crying? What is that that I need to 
worry about. Come on, yeah. I've faced all that. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just tell myself, come on, yes, just get up, dust yourself, and let's go to bed. Uh-huh. Tomorrow is another day. Yeah. And when I do that, so and that really works for me all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I have touch with Alhamdulillah. I have very good people around me. They can judge very quickly that I am not well. Uh, someone would come to me home, sit with me for a while, make me understand things. Someone would give me a call, drop me a mm-hmm. message. Even some of the clients, they just understand that something mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. As much as I support them and help them, the clients are always there and helping me in everything. Everything sometimes. You created a nice would, trusted uh, support system. Yeah, yes. Some would, they would say like, let's go for a coffee because sometimes they cannot open their mouth in front of me and say things. And they say like, let's go for a coffee, create an ambience, create an environment where they can actually talk and they would talk. And I really appreciate it. And it's just so beautiful to create having such people in, in your life, which I never had. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a very good place right now. And I want to give back to people more and more. So yeah, that's how it deepens my, my bad day. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, like, it's always nice to have the support system around you. So what is most important to you? Fame, power or money? Isn't like the power is fame and money both? Like the what, what is power? Power is actually, actually comes from fame and money. Does it? Yeah. Okay, so now you're, talking, so. you're saying you want, to be, you want power because everything, the other two just come along. Yeah, everything is power. So I guess I do want power. I never want to be a powerless. Money, I, I, I can, but for your question, I can say both. Because mm-hmm. fame is, for me, how I see fame, fame, if I have the right mindset, the, the things what I want to do to people and to this world, I need fame because when you are influential, people do listen to yeah. you more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the fame works. The money I need, what I'm creating right now, it required a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason uh, whatever I'm creating, paying salaries, because in order to succeed, you don't need money. You need people, and people needs money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you need to pay. It's an ecosystem. In order to pay, yeah. it's an ecosystem. Yeah. That's why money comes in so that I can have better people. But I would not say money over people. No. no. People over money. So first, yeah. money will come, but I give to people so that I yeah. can hire, I can create a better system, and they can follow my, my vision, and then they can make and it, they can create your make vision. it better. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly. So thank you so much, Yasser. It was lovely talking to you and listening to your journey. You know, to be very honest, Yasser, listening to you, this is one of the reasons why I started my podcast because I wanted to bring out inspiring, motivational stories like yours, you know, and create a platform where people like you can come and talk about these stories because there's so much everyone can, you know, take away from. And thank you for being such a motivation that you are and wishing, you know, to uplift the whole of the society and the community that's around you. And I wish you so much success in all that you intend to do. Thank you so much. I think this is really a good initiative you have uh, you have come up with because I loved it that you did not talk to me about nutrition and training because <laughs> no. that's like you know, yeah I wouldn't do that. That's not. I want to know you as the person. Exactly, and that's I think that's more important. I think through this podcast, I I, I hope inshallah people would understand yeah. that what actually Yasser Khan is and how yeah. different it is than just and what has and, built you. You know, coming to amazing. So that's really, I'm very grateful and very thankful to be on on your show. Thank you so much, Yasir. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Don't forget to drop in your comments and suggestions on this podcast. There are so many more stories out there just waiting to be told. So make sure you have subscribed to Chat Me Up.